ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between, welcome back to Fandom Fair, a deep dive media radio show again. It's a radio show again, which is on, should we say, we should say the thing, Oh, well, yeah, you're listening to 90.3 WMSC, Upper Montclair. Oh, it's been months since we've said that, wow. It's been months since we've said that, (laughs) but you're... Back at it again with Sam and Midge. Yeah, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, we had a show before called This Program is in Your Mind. Now it's Fandom Fair. Because we rebranded it. We rebranded it. Um, guess you have to deal with that. Um, but we're actually not in the studio. We're no. actually in... Oh, well, I'm underneath my bed in my dorm room. And I'm in my dad's closet. Oh, to be in the closet. Oh, to be in the closet. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, if you're new to the show, what we do is we do, we go into media that we like and we talk about it. Because we're nerds. Uh, yeah, this is a nerd show. This is a nerd show. But um, we're not going to go super heavy into like one specific topic. We're just going to start off nice and easy, and we're going to talk about some media we've consumed in the past few weeks. Yep. So, I think we can kick it right off with JoJo. Ah, as always. If you didn't know, we both have the the um, JoJo brain rot, which essentially means we just think about JoJo's bizarre adventure all the time. Non-stop. Non-stop. Non-stop JoJo. So... If if you haven't been listening in like the past, was it now like seven to eight months? Yeah, if you haven't heard our voices before, now you hear them. And we're gonna talk about JoJo. We're gonna <laughs> like, talk about JoJo. M- most things will round about back to JoJo's bizarre adventure. Yep. In some way, shape, or form. So you just finished Steel Wall Run, which is the seventh. I finished. Part of- yeah. I finished it today. I've, on the day of recording. I've finished it, I think, last month. I don't remember. I was taking it very slow, and then I was like, well, I'm almost done. I'm just going to bang out the last few chapters today. Wonderful, really. And I did. And I I enjoyed Steel Ball Run. Oh, yeah, I did. I too. A lot of people were like, Steel Ball Run's great, and it is. It is, yeah. Um, I think it is... My fourth favorite. I actually put it in the notes. Yeah. Um, I pu- it's my fourth favorite JoJo part. I have no idea where it sits on my list. I gotta think it over again. Cause, I do love me some Phantom Blood. God yes. Uh, unpopular opinion. I like Phantom Blood. <laughs> me too. Um, Phantom Blood but- is good. You're just a coward, actually. <laughs> You're just a part skipper. <laughs> Um, but I really, I enjoyed Phantom Blood, but this has a much more in-depth story. Oh, yeah. But then, yeah, I, I'm very confused on some of the story parts, but maybe that's just because I skimmed over a lot of things. Well, you know, Araki writes a lot, and his his dialogue is very confusing sometimes. Apparently, that's there just how be... we talk. That's just how they talk, actually. There will be, like, ten pages of just art, and then the next chapter will be twenty pages of straight dialogue. Because these chapters were so long. I'm like, okay, so we're just having a whole bunch of action things, and I 
I read the black and white version because I didn't realize that there was a colored version. Wait, I read the col- I read the um. That, that it's a fan thing. Like uh, a bunch of fans colored the pages, and I read that when Kiss Manga was up. <laughs> yeah, Kiss Manga's rip to Kiss Manga uh... and Kiss Anime. Um, I read the black and white. So some some things were very hard to see what was going on. So I was like, I don't I don't even want to guess what's happening there. Yeah. But uh, I just want let's get into some of the notes that we made on Steelball Run. Go ahead. Um, I do really like it. My issue is this is just a manga thing yeah. that I have a harder time connecting to the characters because there's no voice acting, and there's no like. You know, move like no movement. You have to kind of make up the movement in your head. A lot of the characterization is kind of lost with uh, lack of voice acting. Yeah, like you know, I'm very curious to how you know if we do get an anime version of Part Seven, how Gyro and Johnny are gonna sound because Johnny is British, but then he's also from America. Gyro is Italian, he's but for Italy. some reason, no one knew he was Italian. Just from, like, his voice, I think. Literally, like, they had no idea where the heck he was from. A a lot of people, like, in dubs will either make him super Italian or they'll straight up give him a southern accent. Yeah, so, uh, where is this boy from? Like, I want to know the accent on this boy. I am very partial to the southern accent. Oh, yes, that would be great. I'm partial to southern accents. Because I I think Johnny should have a southern accent, because I think... (laughs) latest place he w- he lived was Tennessee? Johnny should 100% have a southern accent. And if he co- has a if he has a British accent, I'm going to be mad. The only person in the only person in this um in in the um in the anime who has, should have a British accent is Diego. Yeah. And I don't know where Hot Pants is from. So, mm, somewhere in Europe because she I think she did work for the Catholic Church? Yeah, and, like, because she has, like, the, the seal of the Catholic Church, and so did uh, Gyro, and, like, Johnny's like, why does she have that seal, Gyro? And yeah. then they found out that she's a nun. Yeah, and then, oh, oh, actually, she was a woman this entire time. Oh, yeah. yeah. We should probably say, this is spoilers. <laughs> oh, oops. Oops. Spoiler um, alert. For, oh, boy. We, we keep forgetting to do our spoiler alerts. We do. This entire thing might be spoilers for some things. It's going to be spoilers for everything except maybe Ruby. And Great Pretender, because I didn't want, cause it just came out, so I didn't want to say anything too much. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I just, I you know, I, I wish this was a prequel part and not a time reset, Araki. Araki. Hey, Araki. Uh, I feel, I, want... I, I know we wanted to, like, you know, get out of the general JoJo part one through six timeline, but God, you could have done that easily enough by just not having Making any, it a prequel. Making it a prequel, and thus none, none of our current characters were ever born. Um, we, we, we talked about this in our JoJo episode. Yes, we did. If you would like, if you would like to go listen to that. Which is, uh, on iTunes and, wait, no, no, it's oh, not, no, on, not it. on iTunes. I'm it is dumb. on, uh, it's on Google Podcasts yes. and Spotify. You see, I am so used to, uh, people and podcasts saying it's on iTunes. And podcasts, um, a- Apple's annoying uh, and it was too much work for uh, me to go on iTunes. So I'm like. Eh, no. Uh, anyway, 
Um, I'm very gay for hot pants and Scarlet Valentine, especially Scarlet Valentine. Awooga! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like Diego a lot. I like, but you say he cannot uh, replace the OG Dio Brando. You cannot replace Dio Brando. You see... <laughs> I have Dio brain rot. It's true, she does. So, like, and also, I just can't no, it's once again, it goes back to a manga thing where it's like harder to relate to the characters. Mm-hmm. And also, like, Diego's like not even there for half of the thing. It's just sad because I like him a lot. I think he's a cool character. Dino Man! I, I like his stand. Um, oh, yeah. Scary Monsters but is cool as heck. Scary Monsters. <laughs> scary Monsters is very cool. But. I was gonna say, well, he can't stop time, but, uh, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's there's a certain energy Diego lacks that Dio has. Yeah, and also he's not a vampire. It's true, he isn't a vampire. There was no vampires in this in this one, which makes me sad. This is ridiculous. I came here for vampires. Yeah, Rocky, you do vampires sometimes. Give me the vampire. What? What? He, what he if- did vampire. You did vampires three times? Three times. Do them more. <laughs> do more vamp- no. <laughs> no, um, what, if, what, if, what if alternate world Diego was a vampire? Oh, God. I would love that. I mean, he has the world. I love vampires I so know. much, and that's why I love Diego. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you like- uh, I, l- yeah. I like Johnny. Johnny is a character. I, I, th- I think he's my- Mm. Maybe my my fifth favorite JoJo. Ah, so uh, I I know uh, I know our friend Nick was like I love Johnny. I'm like he's uh, okay. He's okay. <laughs> I think I think he's a cool JoJo for the fact that he's morally gray. Oh yeah. Like every other JoJo is like I'm doing this to like save the world and I'm doing it for altruism. And then Johnny <laughs> was like I'm depressed. I want my legs. <laughs> he's like I'm depressed and I would like my legs back, please. Johnny's like I want to use my legs again. Yeah. And also, really ironic that, um, since in the time reset, he's technically Jonathan. Oh my god, he is. But but he's the most morally gray Jojo, while Jonathan is the most altruistic. He's the- it's like, the two sides of the same coin. Baby boy Jonathan versus Johnny, who is, uh, you know. Johnny, who does everything mostly for himself. Pretty much for himself. Like, I don't think there's, like, I oh, can't well, think he, off the top he, of my head- to save Lucy. Okay, but yeah, but he's still one of the corpse parts to walk. Very true, yes. Like, it wasn't because, hey, I don't- I, I think Valentine shouldn't have it. It was, I want my leg. Yep. And you wanted more Zapellis. Why are there only three of them and there's eight parts? I know! Listen, this is the first time since part two that we've seen a Zapelli. I stand by the fact that a Zapelli should have been in part three. <laughs> Kaki Wing could have been the Zapelli, but whatever. Yes. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, now that I, I want to talk about Valentine a little bit, because I actually finished I finished it you now. Did. So now I know a little bit about um, how do Valentine. You, how do you feel about him compared to Diavolo <laughs> and Pucci? Diavolo still sucks. He's still yeah. the worst villain. Yeah. But uh, well, my, wait, my wait. Roommate, uh, roommate in front of the show, Cameron's probably looking like at under my bed because he likes Diavolo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't. 
I think table is. We also (laughs) haven't finished part five yet, by the way. Not part skipping. We watched it. I just know what happens. We're just waiting for the dub to finish up, man. It's tomorrow. The next episode of the dub comes out. And I have no idea when the next episode after that comes out, so. But Valentine is an altruistic villain. He is, yeah. Like, you could really make the argument in this case that Johnny's the villain. In a, in a way. I mean, really, um, you know, maybe not um, making this poor 14-year-old girl into your victory goddess isn't the best thing in the world. Especially yeah, since that was weird. The agree- whole... L- Lucy's entire character, like, the way people use Lucy is just uh, very weird. She's 14. She's 14. We'll talk about Lucy in a bit. Um. Yeah. Uh, But, oh, yeah, so now I finished it. Is is he above Poochie? Valentine's above Poochie. Okay. Poochie's, like, Poochie's above above Divolo. Because (laughs) Poochie... I want to call Poochie a simp for Dio. I don't know if you should call Poochie that. <laughs> Loki a simp. Oh my god. Are we allowed to but, say uh, that? We could say simp. I guess so. It's not, it's not like a slur. That's just... <laughs> Good point. Good point. Okay. And then, I, I guess, spe- speaking on villains, Diego isn't much of a villain, but he's a rival, which is cool. Which is a cool thing, because... <laughs> we, we, we had a arguing. whole argument in the Google Doc. We weren't on Discord discussing this. We had a whole argument in the Google Doc about this. Because you said the closest thing to a rival before Diego was Caesar, and then I said, well, that could just be all the <laughs> Joe bros before and, their like, friends. I said the closest thing. And then I said, love arguing in the Google Doc. Love arguing in the Google Doc. <laughs> but, so, oh, and like, this is, Diego yeah. directly opposes... Johnny's aspirations, and then Diego does become kind of become a villain at the end of it. Yeah, for um, with like alternate world Diego, which is a whole thing. Wow, you. <laughs> but like normal Diego really isn't a villain. No, he he just he also he he has his aspirations. He would like to win the race and also he's become like, mayor of he's New like, York. <laughs> he's like the uh, Togami to um, uh, Makoto. Yeah. He's like the Nagito. <laughs> to Hinata. Or yeah, the so... eventual Kokichi to Shuichi. To whoever, <laughs> to whoever the, 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 the DRB3 um, protagonist is. To Kaede? To Kaede. <laughs> I don't um, know. I can't tell you what's up with that. <laughs> I You can't tell me because I haven't watched the anime or played V3. <laughs> yep, I can't tell you what's up with that. <laughs> Which I'll probably watch it soon because Nick is fin- like Nick is already on two. <laughs> oh my god, that is it's okay. But anyway, fingernail yeah. gun? Fingernail gun? Why? Yeah, I <sighs> Um <laughs> Johnny's okay. Not not my favorite JoJo. No. Me it's still Joseph. Joseph's still. <laughs> Joseph's still your favorite JoJo, and Josuke is still my favorite. Um, Gyro's cool. Still love Caesar, still though. Still love Caesar in this house. I, I really have to rewatch part two because I still have only watched the supercut. Please. Oh, uh, part two. Yeah. You know, we won't get into what, what's up with part two. We'll. Uh, what's up with but part like, two and coming Caesar out? Caesar shows so. up in like the last. Caesar shows up in like the last five episodes, yet he's a really impactful character. Well, not the last five episodes. 
But he shows up fairly late. Yeah, because there's a whole bit in Mexico with uh, Santana. Which they, they some felt somewhat felt the reason to keep the entire Santana fight in the supercut, but take Not. out all the backstories of every character. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Don't know who edited the supercut, but you're an idiot. Funimation, probably. Maybe. Anyway, um, Gyro, this is a Pelly with the most character development because Caesar's been boiled <laughs> yeah, down. Caesar's been boiled down in my head as a bisexual Casanova and William is a hat man. And I said, yeah, pretty much. Because in my head, like, Caesar yeah. is just, like, angry bisexual Casanova man. Uh, we, we do love Caesar in this house. William punched a frog. <laughs> he did punch a frog in the frog. No, he punched a rock through a frog. Whatever. That's all I remember of <laughs> William and Caesar. Okay, getting back to part to, you know, other characters. Valentine's Stand, uh, it's not as complicated as, actually, it's more complicated as King Crimson because King Crimson's actually easy to understand. And I'm not, I'm, you know, when I finish like, part five, I'll talk about King Crimson. But Valentine's Stand King is like, King Crimson hmm. isn't that hard. Yeah, but Valentine's Stand is like, um, so he can access multiple timelines, dimensions, universes. He literally never specifies which, but dimensions makes the most sense. But he has to go through two objects. Why is it Iraqi? I love it. It's so specific. I love, but so complicated, my good sir. Like, King Crimson, who everyone argues is like, how does he work? But how does like, D4C work? How does D4C... I think people might be like, how does D4C work, really? Like, he goes through multiple dimensions through going through two objects. Like, say I could, like, go through... Like, I guess the blankets you're currently surrounded by, you could go through, like, a crack in those and then be in another dimension. I think it's a dimension. But, like, he, because... br- he brings other people from other dimensions... And they know what to do. I don't know. It's He brings himself. I guess he updates himself on what's happening. But, like, other people have no idea. Like, Diego and Hot Pants, when he brings the other two through, he has no idea. But he tells alternate world Diego what's up, though. Yeah. Like, I knew that part because we actually see that. But Yeah. But, like, we don't see how Valentine updates himself on what's up. I guess, assumably, the other um, Pony Valentines also have D4C? I think they do. Yeah, they literally do, because they have D4C. Um, It's just weird. It's just, they know what's up, I guess. As if they've been through this. I don't know. But anyway, uh, this is why you love Dio. This is why I love Dio. He stops time and that's it. (laughs) There's no dimensions and there's no erasing time. Yeah. He just stops it. And And that's it. Like, he would have just, he would have wiped the floor regenerator if he used his vampire, but I think- If he, he just used his vampire powers I that he had in season one. Either the, either the, I saw someone say, like, maybe it's because he hadn't used his powers for a hundred years, or that he was just so cocky in, in the world's power. Probably that he was That's cocky, why, because I don't think laser eyes is that hard to use. Yeah, like, he was so very, like- confident in the world's power of stopping time that he didn't use his vampire powers but like listen he didn't have to be all extra with the knife throwings yeah and whatever if he just stopped time shot jodro with laser eyes that would have been done part three would have been over yeah okay so back to still run 
um, the corpse ring thing happened and was fun. And also, it was Jesus. That was never confirmed that it was actually Jesus. But this means that Jesus is technically a Jojo. Oh, yeah, it just kind of, like, assumed. It's assumed that it's Jesus. It's never confirmed. And also, people are talked to by Jesus. I think... Okay, the whole thing with, like, Lucy, like... Yeah. Turning, I don't know. That whole thing was weird. She and then turned, she's okay. Yeah. Okay. So what happened is her skin fell off and revealed the corpse underneath her because she had absorbed the corpse into her body. I don't. I don't care. And thus she looked like she was made of wood. Oh. Yeah. That's what happened. So. It's so weird. Yeah. Also, speaking of Lucy, she doesn't feel loose- useless. Nicholas Longo. <laughs> She was fine. I, I thought she was like, I like. like Lucy. I, I know she's supposed to be like Arena. She is. Yeah, she's she is supposed to be Arena. Except like, there's no romance between her and Johnny because no. That would have been weird because she's fourteen and, and he's, he's 19. nineteen. Um, but like, what what purpose did Arena serve except to give birth to George too? Sadly, that is what the purpose was of Arena. That was that we was never said, We never purpose. said Iraqi is good at writing women. And listen, I've said this before, and I'll say this again. If anyone deserved to kill Dio, it was, it was Arena. Arena. Not some stupid Wajian twunk. <laughs> uh. It was Arena Pendleton. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, let's, uh, Lucy, I did not, af- I like Lucy. I like well, how she, she took was the initiative. Of- she took the initiative in doing the things, but I did not like how this 14-year-old girl was kind of sexualized. Really sexualized. Araki, we have to talk about this. I know you're not listening, Araki, but I'm just going to talk to the air and pretend Araki is listening. He's going to pretend so, he's here. I'm going to pretend Horihiko here. I don't know. Horihiko Araki is here. She's 14. Steven Seal could have just adopted this girl. I know. Okay, so he's like, Steven saves her from a gang by telling her, by lying about her virginity to them. That's what happens. Why did, but still, the thing is, why did he have to marry her? It was, it was not the a real 18, It was like the 1880s. It was the 18, or 1870s. It was the 1890s. Oh, it was 1890s? Yeah, it was like, technically, it would have, it would take place right after Phantom Blennon's. <laughs> It's the 1890s. Things were different. <laughs> I know. I know. I know there was no real marriage stuff, but, and it was a name alone, but still. Also, the whole scene with Scarlet. Listen, I love Scarlet, like, awooga women. Women, of course. But, like, that what? scene also made me so uncomfortable what? to read. Rocky, why did you make the only woman we've seen so far that's possibly, that is canonically um, sapphic. Into, sapphic into a file don't like that don't like Like, that in my head i'm just like scarlet doesn't know she's 14 scarlet doesn't know she's 14 hopefully that's the case but we can't because there's no confirmation on that since scarlet valentine is dead (laughs) and i don't Um, know know, yeah you could just we just blame Shona Jump because we could have had a, a decent lesbian yeah. with Jolene. We could have had Jolene be a, a, a lesbian, but that didn't happen, Shonen Jump. And then at this point, um, SBR was being published by Ultra Jump. 
and it was also so it wasn't like rocky. it was also like um the early 2000s i think at this point close clo- getting close to 2010 so i know it was also japan and it's a lot different over there in japan but still still icky still icky and also everything with valentine and lucy disguised as scarlet like he was going to mm. he was going mm. to do some bad things to poor scar poor lucy and technically scarlet and lucy did not consent so that made me wildly uncomfortable to read you know, there's mixed feelings about SBR. It's a great story, but there's some things that Araki some... does. That I'm like, mm, Araki, why? Araki does not treat his female characters very well. Apparently, Yasuho is great, but we haven't read Jojo Lian yet, so um, we Get can't. Get to read it soon. Yes, we're going to read I it soon. Finish SBR. Yes. But, Rocky, you're not listening, but treat your female characters better. Hot Pants became a nun because her, she lost her brother to a bear? Uh, Lucy went through all of the things she went through. And Scarlet was Scarlet. And also, like, most of his female characters Scarlet's don't have- hot, though! I know, Scarlet's hot. Most of his female characters don't have much of a personality. Uh, say, Irina, Susie, I, um... <laughs> like, Susie. the only point is to give- is to give birth to- the the parent of the next JoJo. Legitimately, Yukiko is kind of boiled down to Yandere. And also, she doesn't really do much. I'm sad She's about. also hot, though. I know Yukiko's hot. I know she Raimi is. Raimi got br- brutally murdered. Yes. Okay. So, My Hero Academia. Before I start with the manga, the OVAs, uh, two new OVAs just came out. And oh, really? I, yeah, they're in sub right now. Uh, still, but they're both about a half hour each, and I will talk, and, like, mm-hmm, uh, I have mixed feelings about the actions of Aizawa in that it's not bad, it's more like these kids were stuck in a collapsing mall, and they didn't do anything to go save them. Uh, uh, so that's okay. great. Um, but, so, let's just, I, this is gonna be really quick, let's just start out with the fact that Gran Torino, oh, let's, hold on. This is spoiler warning for chapter 281 of My Hero Academia. We're getting to the end of this stuff, I swear to god. So Gran Torino dies. Which Shigaraki just punches him really hard, I think. Because there's blood, just he punches him. camera really quick, okay. Okay, is Cameron okay? okay. Yeah, Cameron, do not- Oh god, do not tell Cameron to listen to this. I'm not gonna tell Cameron to listen to this because so. we just had a conversation about how much he loves this character. Yep. So, and we finally see when Nana gives away her son, Koharu, I believe his name is, to Shigaraki's dad. And she looks very broken up about it, which sucks. So, the beginning of the chapter, I know I decided to just go to the beginning of the chapter immediately, but still, let's go back to the beginning. The beginning of the chapter starts with Shigaraki being like, heroes hurt their families to protect strangers, and I think we do see Endeavor, like, Endeavor. And he's not really talking about Endeavor, he's talking about his grandmother, who abandoned her her son which led to i believe um shigaraki's father saying that to his son which is very cool of you to say that to a child who i believe was around four to five at the time hmm. there's a few flashbacks <laughs> to when that old lady said to shigaraki that a hero someone would save him and then just essentially just walked away because these people did not help shigaraki f- because of how he looked at the time which was very crusty so Okay, so Endeavor has, like, 
no energy or something. Like, he's lost a lot of firepower, I believe. And he's going to set up one last uh, punch after beca- after Ch- Gran Torino dies. Midoriya's angry, obviously. So he ties up Shigaraki with Black Whip. And Shigaraki hits him so hard that blood comes out of Midoriya's mouth. Um, which sucks. But the last bit of the chapter is what really is what we should be focusing on, because I got spoilers for the chapter after this, which I will mention on air, but I'll mention to you after we're done. Um, so it really hurts, because there seems to be one quirk-erasing bullet left, and Shigaraki somehow sends it right for where Aizawa, Lockrock, and Manuel are. And the last panel was Aerie, all happy in her Christmas outfit. So, uh, Horikoshi, is Aizawa gonna lose his quirk? And that's all we got until next Sunday. Um... Also, the OVA, which I mentioned. Uh, so, I already know what's going to happen to Aizawa, but I'm not going to mention it on air because the chapter's coming out on Sunday, so. Yikers. Yeah, so next up is The Legend of Korra, because I recently rewatched it. Uh, because I didn't, I, I don't know. Out of both of the series, I remember absolutely nothing about Korra except for like the first season. So I wanted to rewatch it because I remember pretty much all of the plot points from Avatar, but I remember nothing from book two and on from Korra, which makes me sad. Just really, just really quick. Yeah. Me me and Cameron, we were talking about, um, we were talking about Avatar last night and we were talking about the movie. Yeah. So what did we do last night? We watched the live action movie. I watched the live action movie. Like, I think before, I, I think after, I don't remember if I watched it after. I had the live action on DVD. You do? Why would but you do we, that to yourself? Because I thought it was hem, halfway good as a kid, <laughs> but I'm an adult now and I realize that movie's horrible. It's bad. Do not watch the live so, action of Avatar. The last day of Bender, it does not exist. So we, we rewatched it last night. Yeah. And wow, and like no, we just helped. we went on a whole movie talk. But I just re- I just wanted to say I rewatched the live action and remembered how horrible it is. Not good. So, first season still the best out of all of the seasons. Uh, book, book, book of uh, Legend of Korra. I love I it. Like one. But I did notice how rushed it was because apparently Legend of Korra was only supposed to be a one book show. Yeah, and then they're like, now you got four. Now you have four now. Um, so, I continue to hate the love triangle, but I'm glad it's gone in book three, because I, after book two, Mako and Korra are broken up, um, which is personally great. So, Korra Sami should have been canon from day one. I'm just saying. Yes, sir. Um, Bolin is my favorite character. I don't remember who my favorite was the first time I watched Korra, which was essentially as it was coming out until, like, book three when I dropped off. But Bolin's my favorite boy, and Asami comes in as a close second. Uh, so, also, Iroh 2, General Iroh 2, Zuko's, uh, grandson, is hot! I forgot how hot Iroh 2 was. Like, he was, like, my crush from the show back in the day. I love Iroh 2. That man could get it. Also, Kuvira is hot. Kuvir is hot, also, but I... not as hot as Lin Beifong. You're very correct, Lin Beifong. Uh, Ooh. Lin Beifong. So I think the third third book is definitely the weakest out of them, mostly because I didn't like Sahir all that much. Preachy airbender man made me feel not great. Also, uh, it gave me Opal, though, so, hmm. Also, Opal's played by Alison Stoner. The girl, the, she played the DJ girl from Camp Rock. 
a lot oh. a lot of crazy people were voice actors. Like Rami Malek played that uh guy, that rival waterbender guy Tano from the f- first season. Huh. Yeah, uh, which is insane. There's a lot. Uh, 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 what was it? Clancy Brown played Dracone from season one. Uh, Tarlock and um, uh, Amon's father. Yeah. I, heard, I heard him, and I'm like, "That's Clancy Brown," because I know Clancy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he sounds like. So many things could have been solved by ta- talking to each other, as most action adventure shows go. Cora, honey, Asami just wanted to hear you out. Please talk. To, like literally after season, after book three, uh, I know Cora was feeling bad, but God, she could have just sent letters to Asami of all people. And she eventually did send a letter back to Asami, but then she didn't talk to Bolin or Mako about anything. Pema, uh, if you don't remember Pema, is it's Tenzin's wife. She is also top tier. I love Pema. This is a Pema Stan account. I like Pema. I don't know. She didn't have that big Pema of a... Pema is wonderful. I love Pema. Of course, like... Also, her for stealing Tenzin from Lin. What a power move. <laughs> eh. like, yeah. Like, dang. It's okay... It's okay, Lin Bei Fong. I love you. You can Lin, marry me. We love Lin Bei Fong. But Mako, I see why people hate him, but I guess I don't exactly... Ugh, I don't bland. exactly... Yeah, I don't exactly hate him. I'm neutral on him overall. He has some good moments, like his big thing at the end of book four where he sacrifices himself. I just want to know why is he a cop? Why is he a cop? I, look, like, also, like, there's this whole thing, like, why did Toph become a cop? That's a whole thing. You'll find, like, and, and like, like, you know, talking about Video that online. Series. I'm not gonna go into it. But, like, I don't like, one thing I would love to change about the entire series is they should have stayed together as a pro-bending team. They should have pro said, bending school. Pro bending school. I wish we saw more of it. Why is Michael a cop? Why did Bolin? Lo- I know Bolin is a sweet dumb boy, a hold himbo, but why did he work for Kuvira? He isn't. He isn't all that dumb. Cause we, he he knows to switch sides after after he finds out what's up with Kuvira and the spirit vines. He's but anyway. That's all. And my final thing for this episode is The Great Pretender, which I finished it. I finished season one. Oh. It's only 14 episodes, and all came out on uh, Netflix a couple, uh, I think, a couple days ago. So I'm not going to go into spoilers, obviously, because it just came out, and more episodes are coming. I thought it was 23 episodes, and I'm like, oh, it's only 14? Because um, the site I used, my anime list, told me it was 23. I'm like, interesting. So I was confused at the beginning, because Netflix, because I have Netflix set for English, because uh, but I st- because I usually don't do good with subtitles. But I heard Japanese at the beginning, which was interesting. They use different languages in the show, and um, which is so interesting <clears throat> to me. That's, like, for the first few minutes, the show is in Japanese with some broken English from the, the Japanese-speaking characters at times. Like, not broken. It's more like he has a very obvious accent, the main character, Makoto, which talk about him in a second. It's also... But it happens a few more times, different languages, like... I don't think in the second case it happens, but in the third case it happens with French, because hmm. they're in uh, they're in France for the third case. Um, so it's about con men, baby. And I and I saw the trailer for this, and I'm like, it's about con men. I want to watch this, and I really liked it. It seems okay. So in the, in the in, in individual case lasts about a few episodes, like the first one and the second one lasted five, and the, the last one, the third one lasted four. Um, but it's super interesting. Like, the first one has to do with a drug, bu- uh, a, like, like 
conning a like Hollywood mafia. The second one has to do with conning uh, an air um, an air race, um, and the third one has to do with uh, like art stuff, which is really interesting. But let me go into like the main protagonist, uh, Makoto. Uh, he seems like he is an excellent boy in my opinion. I like him a lot. He definitely evolved over the show, and I love that. But the way they say his name is so odd. They say like Makoto. Something along those lines, for some reason, when I when I say Makoto, because that's how I've always heard the name be said, such as the Duncan Rumpa character, Makoto Nayagi. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they say it so weirdly. But, uh, but like, there are twists in that show, but I caught a twist before it happened, because I'm like, they're con men, this is probably how it's gonna go. But it, it doesn't make it bad that I caught the twist before it's revealed, that just makes this a yeah. good show because it knows that a twist would make sense in this situation, and they won't put odd twists in Voltron. <laughs> but I like I'm the- so sexy for never watching Voltron. You are. You know what? Really quick, I was looking on Netflix and the, the um, the category LGBTQ plus for everyone or, like, for family showed up. Voltron was the second option. I'm like, ooh, for family. You're gonna mm. say this- you're gonna say this is a good representation? Are you? No. Um, so one day I will go into Voltron. I like I like Cree Pretender a lot though. I don't want to spoil anything. It's a lot of fun if you like heists and crime type shows from the perspective of the criminal. So give it a try if that's your thing. And I'm done. Go. We have little time. I'm talking about uh, yeah. Well I we only got like three more points and my next two points are short. Yeah. Um I have been watching the 90s anime Revolutionary Girl Utena. Which I still um, watch. Friend of the show Jill recommended, highly recommended it to us. Yep, I got, I'll drop into it at some point. And that's a lie, I'm no longer on episode 18, I'm on episode 27. Nice. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm almost done, it's like 39 episodes. Yeah. It's really good. Um, lots of lesbians, so that's oh, always good. Because yeah. Utena is just a really um, like important representation media especially for sapphics yep um i'm watching the dub for my personal reasons of i can't watch subs yeah it's you know headaches uh it's the 90s so you know (laughs) the the dub isn't great oh yeah you know they they butcher the names one of the characters who apparently like in the sub she's known for her voice but the dub is horrible is it is it is it anthony no, Anthony's kind of bland, but it's uh, this character Nanami. Oh. Her voice is nails on a chalkboard. Oh, is it that best friend character who showed up at the beginning when he lost it with Jill? No, that is uh, Utaba. I love Utaba. Ah. She's one of the best characters. No, Nanami is a character who comes in a little bit later. She is uh, the student council president's sister. Ah. But she's very annoying, and mm. her dub voice is horrible. Oh, boy. But it's got that cool 90s anime soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Like, you know how every 90s anime just has really iconic music? Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Um, this has a really great soundtrack. The characters are cool, but I've talked. I've been talking to our friend about the show, and she's like, a lot of the characterization is lost in the dub, mm. especially Anthe. That's, like That sucks. Just because some of the way the, the lines are written in the translation... Yeah. And it's it's a very metaphorical show. Like there's a lot of things that look like that look like they would make no sense, but it's actually very very deep. I it's kind of even lost on me. I'm like, I don't know what this means. Yeah. It's a very artsy show. Apparently the um the creator of the the manga 
was very inspired by um like renaissance art so it has like it has a lot of you could see it just in the art style like with some of the backgrounds and stuff and some of the characters are like borderline incestuous but that's uh, it it goes back to the that whole like renaissance kind of feel Uh, to it like the character nanami like she she calls like her brother like her true love and she does not want anyone else but her brother and she's very protective of him. Oh, why is And she's like, like he is my he is my prince. I'm like, stop. It sounds like a Stop, that's your brother. It sounds like a character somewhere. I don't know who though. Hmm. I'll think on it. it. But there's like all these like queer coded characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um obviously Anthe and uh Utena. Utena is good, like, I, I have to say it, like, you know, the way that they would say it in the sub. Oh, yeah. Because Utena, the dub, yeah. they're like, they're like, oh, God, they call her Utena Tenjo. I'm like, is she a, fu- is, she a is she a Jojo? Tenjo, I think. That's how you would say it. It's, it's a Utena Tenju. Tenju, ah, oh, okay. But they pronounce it Tenjo. And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, it's like how angry I am at uh, 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 Funimation for uh, uh, with their dubbing of some names in my hero academia <laughs> I, I, they say english like literally what i was talking about uh, makoto and great pretender like how yeah. they say his name it just it just makes me very angry <laughs> oh when, when we were watching avatar last night oh boy uh soka ong ong general iro they say katara's name right though no they say katara's name right but they call Sokka soka this is Zuko's right. Uh, General Iroh is General Iro. I hate that actually for them. It was horrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm almost finished with Utena. Yeah. Really great show. Really super metaphorical in a lot of things. Love uh, a lot that. of the vis- a lot of the visual stuff. It's a very visual show. Yeah. Um, but re- really metaphorical, like a lot of stuff even just kind of fl- flies over my head. It's very, it's a show that you got to think about. Yeah. Um, I so now I'm gonna go in Durara, which is your favorite. My favorite anime of all time, Durara. Um, I finished the first part. Uten has been keeping most of my time because I'm trying to finish it. Yeah, good, good idea. Yeah, because um, uh, by so two is pretty, I'm on by I'm on long. episode yeah. so episode four of uh, show. Ah, uh, which is the first core. Season four. So I thought the show was going to be much shorter. I thought it was like going to be like 24 episodes. (laughs) And it is technically the first part of Duara, which is technically the first series, is 24 episodes. And then I told you that there's an extra like 36. And you're like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I thought I was done. (laughs) Uh, I thought I told you that by two existed, but I guess I didn't. (laughs) No, you didn't. I watched, I, I, I was did. like, I was like, yeah, I'm almost done with, uh, Durara. And you're like, oh, you're watching X2? And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's actually longer. And but it's great. my you... favorite character, my favorite character, Shizuo. Ah, oh, Shizuo. Oh, he's my favorite character too. So I'm so, I was so worried you wouldn't I... like Shizuo, but you did. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> yeah, uh, cause if I do love my men with anger issues and if that doesn't say something about me i don't know what I does i was worried you you would compare him to jotaro no because this boy has flavor <laughs> i love this boy shizuo is my favorite i love him shizuo's because he's funny 
He's so good. What a He's good, good and funny, unlike Jotaro, who is, like, flower. Yeah, you you you, you get to meet uh, Shizuo's brother this season, so. Yes, I, I did meet a little Kasuka. bit of him already. Um, but I didn't know what I was getting into this. I was talking to Jill. I was like, she's like, should I go into the show blind? I'm like, yes, I went into the show yeah. blind. I didn't know what I was getting into, but I wasn't expecting gangs in European mythology to go it's together, so and they mix very well, apparently. So good. Um, I do like a lot of the side characters more than the main characters. Like you <laughs> Shizuo. You like Shizuo. Uh, like you said, you like uh, Kadota and his group, which Kadota and his group are some of my favorite yes. characters, too. I like Kadota. Um, Erica I, is the only one you remembered by name. Yep. Yeah, be, yeah, that's all I'm like, she has a really American name. <laughs> yeah, there's Walker, who is, like, her partner in crime most of the time, and Saburo, whose name I didn't remember until, like, this see uh, till I rewatched it, because I wanted to be able to talk about it with you when you finished, so. Yeah, um, th- like, out of the main characters, I love Selty and Shinra the most. Oh, yeah. She's also the like, main character. Like, M- Mikado is... There's no boring. flavor to this boy. He get there's gonna be some flavor to this boy in by two. But he's he's where's the flavor? He's gonna get some flavor. Not a whole lot of flavor, but I'd say out of the main three, Henri's definitely my favorite. Yeah, I do like Henri yeah. out of all of them. Kita's I don't remember the other like, Kita. I don't remember the other dude. I just call him Nagito because it's they have the same voice actor. Bryce Fabenbrook voices Masomi. Um and he's kind of absent for a good portion of this series, which kind of sucks. Um, but it's, out of all of them, I love Salty. She's wife, oh, even she's though salty. she's she's het for Shinra, but they're very cute. <laughs> oh, Shin I love Salty's them. great. I love Shinra. He's just a skinny himbo. He's just a sweet boy. He loves his girlfriend. And I respect and he, that. He, he loves and respects his uh, several hundred-year-old Dulahan girlfriend. We respect that in this house. So, we're, we got about, like, ten more minutes. Yeah. So, we're just going to go really quick, and we're going to talk about Ruby, because hopefully it should be coming back within the next few months if COVID doesn't push it back. Hopefully. Or at least we'll be Um, getting announcements about it in, um, at RTX, which is, like, the online version of RTX, which is, like, October? September? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I, I looked, I looked just to see when... I think I was trying to see when this clip we're about to talk about showed up, and it, um, I couldn't find when it showed up, but I, I'm pretty sure it was earlier this month in August, or it was the end of July, and you thought it was a couple months ago. Yeah, because time I is just a blur these days. the Ruby panel will be free to watch, so. Okay, beautiful. Yes. And you, RTX used to be completely free to watch. Yeah, but now, since they have the first members thing, there are some things that are exclusive to first members. Um... But since Ruby should be coming around October, November, Hopefully. we thought talk about some theories. Um, so we got first clip, apparently earlier, <laughs> earlier this month or late July. It's time is weird in quarantine. Um, Yang of Yang, Oscar, Jean, and Ren riding some like cool motorcycle things. Yeah. Um, but you're like you saw Oscar. I saw like, I, my, boy. my boy. I love my Oscar is my boy, my sweet boy, my son. I love him. So it seems like they're in mantle so far, but y'all know Atlas, like is, is screw- gonna be screwed. Don't because s- please don't say the words I'm that not gonna- you wrote. 
because Salem's gonna come and she's gonna wreck them because Ironwood's dumb. being a dumb. He's, he's being dumb. We wrote curses. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's probably gonna. I my theory: Ironwood's gonna die this season. Oh yeah, he's got death flags, like someone he's else. <laughs> like someone else, because he's like he doesn't want to ask these children for help, and he's like. No, I'm not going to help. I'm going to put everything to martial law, because that sounds like a great idea. That's a great idea, Ironwood. Wonderful. You know what? Like Ruby per- is kind of mirroring our current situation, isn't it? Yes, sir. Oh, we love it when TV shows mirror current situations. We're not in martial law at the moment, but you know, it could get there. Um, Don't like that Penny's got death flags again. Mm, please, we just got her back. Let me keep my trans android daughter, please. Yeah, and, like, the fact that they just put the line of her dad be like, yeah, I can't keep bringing her back because, you know, I'm using my, uh, my aura. I'm like, yeah. oh. oh. And it's so coded that, like, there's four seasons, there's four of our main girls. Like, it's kind of coded that they're going to get maiden powers. Well, you literally thought Winter was going to get it, and then Weiss was going to get it, but that wasn't the case with the Winter Maiden. Yeah, I was like, oh, Weiss is going to be the first one to get like, because I've called it. Yeah. Well, I called back in season three because I had thought that Winter was the Winter Maiden. Yeah, that makes sense since her name is Winter. Her name is Winter, and just th- with the story of the Maidens, like, it fit very much well in the way how Winter was trying to teach Weiss patience. Yeah. So I thought she was the Winter Maiden, but she was training to be the Winter Maiden, so I kind of I half got that. You half got it, and I wanted Nora to be the Winter Maiden because I subscribed to that theory that um, Freya was her grandmother. But no, Penny got it. Which, actually, Freya is uh, the name of a Norse goddess, so maybe they are connected because Nora is essentially Thor. So Yeah. So, um, but I need Maiden Orange origin stories because because they have to be Oz and Salem's kids. Yeah, like, we saw them use magic and also they were color-coordinated to the the other maidens, to the maidens, and, like, come on. But I was, like, I I was thinking, I was, like, does Salem, like, I've been thinking this for a while, like, does Salem just want her kids back? Does Salem just want her kids back? Does she want, like, the souls of her children that... I mean, that's valid. I would also want that. Like, but she did kind of kill her kids. She did kind of kill her kids. But, like, does she just want, like, the, the souls of her daughters? I, I mean, this woman just wants to, just wants to die. Yeah, I hate that the guidebook says that she just wants to control Remnant. Which I'm like, incorrect. no, she's been living for thousands of years, she just wants to die. Guidebook, get your stuff together. Um, but... I think Ironwood's gonna die. I fear for Penny and possibly Winter because Winter's got some death flags. Yes, um, she's had death flags since Volume Seven. When will the flags fall, Brewster Teeth? Yeah. Um, wow, that's such a raw line. <laughs> I, I, I typed well, that and I was like, "Wow, that's raw." <laughs> <laughs> when is Watts gonna die? Like yeah, Ironwood had. Ha- Ironwood had the the opportunity to kill him and just straight up didn't. Like, listen. What is up with that? It's not like the Huntsmen have, like, codes of honor or anything that we know of, like, where you don't kill people, like Batman or something. And even then, Ironwood threw out honor, like, as soon as he shot Oscar, but that was after. But still, like, also Chris Oscar, Hav- who's, like, 14. Who's, four- who's 15, I think, as of Volume 7. Still a child, not even a trained Huntsman, didn't even go to any of the academies, just discovered his own magic after he was shot by Ironwood. 
Also, Chris Abbott's expensive. Yeah, I remember when we thought Watts died, I'm like, oh, they couldn't afford Chris Abbott anymore. But apparently they can. All Might and Vegeta, he's very expensive. Apparently Rooster Teeth, I mean, Rooster Teeth is owned, it's a subsidiary now of, uh, I think, AT&T? Really? Yeah, I, I, I watched H. Bomber Guy's video on why Ruby isn't, like, the best. It was actually really, it was really good. He made some excellent points on the first few, vo- on the first three volumes. Yeah, Jill had asked me if I watched that video. I was like, no, in like the same way that you don't want to watch the the Why Steven Universe is bad. I don't want to watch the Why Ruby's bad. Yeah, yeah, it's valid, but he makes some good points. Like that's why I just watched. So this is basically Ruby because they do make fun of Ruby, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's accurate. And uh, also, I think that's this is like because Chris Abbott's expensive. I think that's why uh, Jin, the you know the 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 lady who lives in the lamp. Hasn't shown yeah. up lately. It's because of Colin Klinkenberg, b- Bird, Beard, uh, who's uh, Momo Yarozu, and also I think Ezra Scarlet from Fairy Tales. So she's expensive, probably. Um, so also, uh, so like, in other iconic characters, so like they hire voice actors who are so expensive. Yeah, um, the I'm guy sure. who played Mercury. The so that's not his original voice actor. I his know, original yeah. voice actor was an editor for them. Oh wow! Now it's now it's a. Yuri Lowenthal, who plays Sasuke? Who plays Peter Parker in the PS4 video game? Yuri Lowenthal? Yeah, so... Like, the, literally, the original voice actor for Mercury was an editor for Rooster Teeth, and I then didn't, he... I didn't even know his voice he, changed, oh my god. Yeah. Like, he he was season two Mercury, and then he left Rooster Teeth. Oh, valid. And then they got Yuri Lowenthal. Yuri Lowenthal, my god. They, and like... There's a bunch of other, like, you know, prior Crow voice actor Vic Monogana, Tamaki Suo from Oran High School Host Club, uh, and then they got, and then they got Dobby's voice I'm actor. Sorry. I'm sorry, wait, uh, Tamaki from Oran, and Rohan Kishibe. <laughs> and Rohan Kishibe, I'm, you know what, I'm curious about Rohan because of the OBAs, how they're gonna do the dubbing, but still, um, because of what happened with Vic, who knows? But oh yeah, yeah. I'm curious. I'm sure that you can find someone who can do the voice pretty well and sound similar. But like, or and then you they could got... just keep him because he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, true. And then they got Dobby's voice actor Jason Lybrecht, who's probably gonna be pretty impre- expensive now because he's voicing a main villain in My Hero Academia. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Ruby Volume Eight handed so, over. We just want Ruby back. We would love Ruby back, and obviously uh, with uh, the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. <laughs> I keep watching the Backstreet I watch, Boys reunion tour. I watch a lot of Game Grumps. Um, yeah. So uh, that's just been in my head. Um, like, obviously, if the show can't come out because of the Backstreet Boys reunion tour, um, it makes sense because of dangers with ed- with animation. Like, not everyone has the ability to animate at home. That everyone has yeah. the ability to voice act at home with good equipment. As you can tell by the fact that I'm using my Beats headphones to record this. And I'm underneath my bed. Yep. But that's that that's it. That's all we have to talk about. Oh, wow. Wise. Yeah. So, so um thank you for listening. Thank you for you've listening. Been, you've been listening. If you're listening on air, you're listening to ninety point three WMSC Upper Montclair with 
uh, fandom fair with but, Sam and Midge. Yep. And uh, okay. if you want to hear what we've been putting out so far since we started doing this again, we're on Google Play and uh, Spotify. And hold up. Let so me it's actually up. just Google just Google Podcasts because Google's horrible. Oh, right. Yeah. And they're like, we're taking away Google Play. We're, here's Google Podcasts. So. And we're on Spotify. <laughs> and so. any recent episodes will be on uh, SoundCloud. Yep. So also our our new our social media has changed. So we're fandom underscore fair on Instagram, and we're just straight up fandom fair on um, Twitter. It's f it's fandom f a n d o m, and then on Instagram there's an underscore, but on Twitter there isn't, and then f a r e fandom fair. So if you want to see our updates and when we're posting and when we're going live. Yeah, you because know, uh, we'll still we'll post that, even though we're not technically going live. But we'll post when this is going live. Yep. But um, thank you so much for listening. Yep. We hope you have a wonderful day. Wash your sheets. Uh, uh brush your teeth. And take a shower. Yep. Practice self-care. Uh, go get a we drink of water. You. Go get a drink of water. Stay hydrated. Um, we love you, and have a good afternoon, evening, or good night. Bye. Uh, bye.